0: This is the Expedition Retirement Podcast with Greg Ayler from Golden Reserve. Climbing that mountain to retirement is only the first step. Do you have what you need to get down retirement mountain?
1: A lot of things coming up on the show today. We have an in-studio guest, Phil Huff is here. Phil, how are you doing today? I'm doing good, Randy. Uh, good to see you once again. And and Phil is one of the guys who is in the area of investments at uh, at Golden Reserve. And we don't say the words investment advisor. We don't say financial advisor. We say retirement planner. Uh, but, Phil, tell us a little bit. Well, Greg, you, you introduced uh, Phil because usually you have a long history with the people that you work with.
2: Yeah, I've, I've known Phil a long time. He's He's been around with us since about 2015. Cut his teeth here. This was his first financial gig. And we got to work a lot together, particularly with Aylor Stallings. At that time, I was doing a lot of legal work, and Phil and I were doing the same deals together. So we got to work hand-in-hand for a while. Phil took a little bit of a hiatus, went out to Cleveland, and you know worked for another shop for a few years. But you know what? We want him back. Phil came back last year, uh, right around Christmas, actually. So he's been with us a little over a year now. And as one of our, you know, senior partners here out of our headquartered office, Phil is a, uh, also, you know, meets the prerequisite of being taller than I am, <laughs> which is most of our retirement players. It feels like, um, I'm not short; I'm six one, but I feel like we always hire these, these huge athletes. So <laughs> Phil's obviously a great guy from Hilliard went to Kent state to play football and, uh, now he's in it with us, you know, joining the fight and obviously Phil, uh, is just a A great dude. And, you know, you've probably seen him on TV or on the radio. He's uh, he does a lot of stuff for us here in Columbus.
1: So, Phil, you're in the area where we talk about the four big boulders of the retirement roadmap. It's market risk, it's taxes, fees, long term care. And you're in that area where we're talking about market risk and people coming in and talking about investments. So you've been on both sides of this. You've been with the big box firm and now you're with Golden Reserve. When someone comes in and wants to talk about investments, how is it different? How is the conversation different at Golden Reserve than where you were before? For.
3: Yeah, great question, Randy. You know the the approach to it's way different when, when you're in the big box. That is the entire conversation. All you can talk to is investments, and so you know typically what you do is lay out. You know, here's your returns, and here's what the market's done, and charts and graphs, and and you start to realize over time, like man, this stuff doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. Like investing is easy, and the the hard part is how do you protect what you've invested. And that's how our approach is a lot different than that big box approach. You know, Golden Reserve, we certainly talk investments. We're knowledgeable. We know what we're doing. But when it comes to retirement and and what really matters, it's more so the protection piece.
1: When uh, Greg talks about the fees, uh, and this is a big, big deal of how much you're paying for your investments, and a lot of people don't even know that, did you find when you were at the big box firm that there wasn't a lot of conversation there, there wasn't a lot of
3: transparency, it was like, let's grow, 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 let's not even worry about what it costs? Oh, absolutely. You're not talking fees, because. For one thing, it's it's hard to even know what the fees are of the investments you're recommending. The advisor themselves, we don't really know what they are. But you don't want to have that conversation because it's not going to help you. You know, if you're charging one to two percent and you're recommending mutual funds that are another one or two percent, like you don't want them to be able to do that math. And that's that's definitely a conversation you'd avoid in the big box. Uh, Randy, I mean,
2: let's say that again. And I think Phil's exactly right on. I dare anyone at home that has an actively managed mutual fund to put their financial advisor on the spot and say, how much does this cost me? And I promise you, they will not know. They will not be able to give you a dollar amount of how much they're getting charged for that mutual fund that they, they sold you every year. And that, that's pretty scary. You're selling things that you don't know how much they cost, Randy. And that's the industry. I mean, I think that's, to me, like just a, a shake your head kind of moment. So, Greg, when you
1: bring people on at Golden Reserve and somebody like Phil, who's been at the big box firm, and, and what's that conversation like? It's like, come from the dark side, come to the light. <laughs> <laughs> when they find out what the model is at Golden Reserve, do they kind of go, wow, there's a different way? And, and I kind of like what you're talking about here.
2: Well, Phil's kind of cheating, right? We met Phil first, so we had her hooks in Phil. Phil knew what it was like, so it was more like "come home, come home, <laughs> Phil." Um, so that was that was an easier conversation. But I do most of the interviewing, so we talked to a lot of Merrills and Morgans and Edwards, and you know, some of those conversations are a little uncomfortable because they get pretty defensive. But we're pretty transparent of who we are, Randy. So mm-hmm. if they go to our website, it's not like they don't know how we feel about what they do for retirees or what they don't do for retirees. And for the people that do come over and make the switch, they're looking for it. They want to have the ability to give tax advice because a lot of times their hands are tied or tax support, I should say. They want to be able to give legal support, which they're not allowed to do at the big box firm. They're not allowed to talk about or do any of that stuff. So when they come over, they want more tools is the thing that usually hooks them for us is, hey, when you come over
3: here, you can really help your client in a lot of different ways that they weren't able to help them before. Gotcha. And I'd say most, most of those folks, like they know. They, they know that they're planning subpar, and, and the things we talk to are, are better for retirees than what they are. And so it's a little bit, I think, too, like they've got to be willing to be vulnerable and admit to themselves, like, man, the way I've been doing this for the last 5, 10, 15 years isn't maybe the best. Mm-hmm. And now that I'm hearing more about Golden Reserve and some of the things they, they do – Yeah, this sounds like it's better for retirees.
1: Phil, what are the main things that people come in and ask about and are concerned about? Because, you know, we talk about this all the time. People watch the financial news and they see things about inflation or they see a market going down and they hear interest rate hikes and they hear all these different things. And these are kind of the scare tactics of the financial news. Is that what
3: brings people in or is it something very basic like I don't want to run out of money? You're on the money. And the concern for retirees hasn't changed in the last decade 20 years 30 years it is that it's I don't want to run out of money and a lot of those things the inflation interest rates recession all that stuff for for most folks it's more or less just confusing and it's it's drawn concern from them because that's what the big headline is but the concern is I just don't want to run out of money I don't understand this I don't know how to protect myself from these things but that's all I care about don't run out of money so, Greg, a
1: lot of times people will say, you know what? You just need to be educated. And, and many times I listen to that and I hear that and I go, what you're doing is you're telling your audience, you're telling your client that they're stupid. You know, and I hate when people use that term. But in a way, I guess we really need to know what's important and that there's something else out there other than what the financial industry is feeding us.
2: It's true. And not to go on a tangent here, but we train. Our training program isn't about educating. It's about awareness. hmm And our job as retirement planners is just to make people aware, right? Let's make you aware of what you're paying. Let's make you aware of your tax liability. Let's make you aware of your long-term care. And then from there, we believe people are intelligent enough to make their own decisions. And then if they want to attack that, you know, risk or, you know, that they're aware of some of the things they weren't aware of before, then that's great because, you know, when you get into the education mode, then it it makes a different type of relationship with a client. But if we can make them aware, then we, you know, we view ourselves as leaders, Randy, you Mm -hmm. know, we're not we're not here to pick investments and, and, and be you know you know fortune tellers we're here to be leaders and what leaders do is they help people you know attack problems and they get out in front of them and at the end of the day we're just always going to be there you know helping people through life I mean life throws all kinds of curveballs at you and things change and the only way to make sure that you can navigate it successfully is to have a leader next to you you don't need a financial advisor you don't need an expert you don't need a CFP you don't need a fiduciary you need a leader and when you can find that kind of partnership I think that's how we build our retirement planners because that's really what happens when things are good, it doesn't matter. It's when things aren't good, when the stock market crashes, when interest rates Crash or go up depending on what investment you have or, or what happens when you have that prognosis for dementia or Alzheimer's or a, a passing of a loved one. All of these things are when you need real leadership from the person that's, you know, helping you navigate retirement. And I think that is what gets missed because it doesn't make for a great headline, Randy.
1: You're listening to Expedition Retirement with Greg Ayler at Golden Reserve and Phil Huff is our guest here today. He deals in that area of investments as a part of our roadmap for retirement. I want to play a little song. Here for you, Phil, and get your your feedback on it. This is a guy from the Retirement Income Journal. And when we talk about, am I going to have enough money? I don't want to run out of money. uh, That's our big fear. The paycheck stops. Now what's the next paycheck? And it's probably got to be more than Social Security. The simplest approach is just to figure out what it's going to cost you to want to live, figure out what you're going to get in Social Security, take the difference. And then you have to think about, how can I make that difference? How can I bridge that gap? in a way that's palatable to me and that
0: gives me the protection
1: from risk that makes me feel secure so that i'm not sitting there watching CNBC every night and wondering whether i'm going to run out of money when i get older when i first heard that i thought is it
3: really that simple but phil <laughs> is it really that simple yeah that was a pretty good breakdown yeah right? the idea is just figure out how much you need and and in retirement just make sure you're you're safe locking it make sure you. you're You're secure in your approach to risk and that if we go through another 2000, 2008, that the market gets cut in half, you're not sacrificing that income in retirement. You know, that's number one. If you want to make your money last through retirement, you need to make sure you've got a safe, secure income stream. And and that's something every retirement planner should be armed with. So, Greg, the income tent that we talk about, that's
1: a huge part of the roadmap for retirement. All four kind of get wrapped up, and, and the last thing we say is, this is how much you're going to get paid, you know, and, and if we need more, we work more. If we fail, have to fill a gap, we fill a gap. But this is one of the most important things that you do.
2: That's right. I mean, it, it's kind of the, um, you know, the sprinkles or the cherry on top, mm-hmm. right? You know, we've done all the work. We've put all the protection in place is what really matters, but what that yields is your income, right? Like that that yields you the ability to understand how much, you know, assets you'll have the rest of your life. And, you know, it's always funny, when we build this thing we build it in a way that we don't believe in budgets or income plans because life is too iterative it changes too much and mm-hmm. you have no idea how you're going to live your retirement until you're in it so what we always do is take your previous year's earnings and your previous year's expenses and then we just forecast it out over your life expectancy and then you can say oh my gosh i i've got all this left over or wow i'm you know i'm spending a lot of money but then we project it with zero percent growth so if the money doesn't grow at all Here's what will happen after 20 years. And here's that 1%, 3%, 5%, 7% to give you a real flavor of, oh my gosh, you know, what this thing has always been built to do is to tell people, look, you're not going to run out of money. And that's the majority of the conversations we have. So let's figure out ways you can spend it more because in our model, unlike the industry, when you spend your money, we don't take a pay cut. And and I think that's one of the the nuances that seem to get missed in this industry that your financial advisor, if you enjoy your retirement, spend your money. In a 1% fee model, that person's always going to take a pay cut. So what are they going to do, Randy? They're always going to try mm-hmm. to scare you out of spending your money.
3: Yeah, and you see it with some of the taglines in the industry, like, oh, the 3% rule, the 4% rule, and, and just spend you know your earnings. Don't dive into the principle. It's like you spend your lifetime building this, this lump sum of money. Why would you not want to spend and use that money? Like, Don't restrict yourself just to the gains. That's the financial advisor jargon to keep – That money invested and continue to get that one or 2%.
1: Phil Huff is with us today. He is one of the investment area guys at Golden Reserve. And I'm interested to find out because we talk so much about protection, Phil. Where do people usually land? I, I see in my mind, you know, on Vanguard or Fidelity, there's a pie chart, and part of it's red and part of it's green. The red stuff's in the market, the green stuff's not. Where do people usually land? Is it a 60, 40, 70, 30, 80, 20? Where, where are people's mind at retirement?
3: Yeah, and dealing with retirees, you know, I think a lot of people's focus is on consistency and, and safety, and there's an old rule on risk. They call it 100 minus your age, mm-hmm. and that should be the amount of equities you have in your portfolio. And that's usually a good starting point for people. So if you're 65, 100 minus 65 is 35. So most folks will lean 35% towards equities. You know, everyone's a little different. Some people want to take a little bit more or a little bit less risk. But that's usually a good starting point for people.
1: Do you have people that come in and they're real sophisticated and they've got spreadsheets and they're really they've been they've been keeping track of this stuff and they know the up and the down or are people come in and they just go can you just help me get through <laughs> oh, this
2: Everybody's a genius, <laughs> Phil. Everybody's a genius. This last ten years, <laughs> everybody that comes in they've got so many returns. It's all because of
3: their choices. Uh-huh. Everyone's so good at picking stocks, right, Phil? Right. Yeah, my guy's been doing great for me. I've, you know, over the last ten years, I've been taking money out of my account and it's still worth more than what I started with. Mm-hmm. I think most people they don't concern themselves with that and really that's the stuff that they've been handing off to their advisor and you know they lean on them and their expertise to go out and pick their investments so most people they don't have that grasp on you know exactly what their investments have done or, or the split they should have they're looking for guidance but it's a tricky world because most advisors are compensated on money in the market right you know that one percent's on the stocks bonds mutual funds that they own so what we see a lot of the time is people are really over allocated to risk they're still in that portfolio of a 30 or 40 year old because that's where the the compensation lays with the advisor so you know that's one of the first things we do is we pull out what we call our market flashlight and this does a deep dive on their portfolio to show them how much actual risk do you have no no percentages no fancy charts or pie graphs but real hard dollars how much would you lose if the market goes down again if we faced a 2000 2008 What's that bottom line for you? And I think that of all the tools we have can be some of the the biggest eye-opening moments for people to realize, like, gosh, I didn't realize I could lose half my nest egg mm-hmm. if I went through another 2008.
1: So when you say 10% and everybody goes, yeah, I could go down 10%, but then you say, well, that's a $100,000. And they go, no,
3: I don't want to lose a $100,000. <laughs> when you put real dollars to it, that's when it starts to get real, doesn't it? Absolutely. Right. That's the reality is stop talking in percentages and and real money that's when those conversations come fun it's a great segue because every one of our
2: roadmaps has a market flashlight mm-hmm. and that is one of the unique parts of our tool compared to the industry is that Our market flashlight actually does the math, and I think that's something that most people never see because they always hear, oh, percentage this, 20%, 40%, I'm 60%, and they never really know what that means in numbers. So what we say is, listen, here's your current holdings, because that's where we always start. We want to show you where you're at, and we ask them, where do you think you're at? And they're almost universally off by large percentages. Oh, I think we're almost all safe, and we're like, well, you're actually 90% in the market. And then we run a 2000, 2008, or maybe even 2022 scenario and show them, look, you would have lost 10% or 15%. And they're like, oh man, that's not very good. And then you say, oh, by the way, that's $350,000. And then everything changes. So Mm. when you use real numbers, it provides perspective and context. That's why our market flashlight, while it sounds like a simple tool, does a lot more than just show you a little bit of risk here and there. It actually breaks it down and shows you what it means in your real dollars on an annual basis If what would happen if you don't make any adjustments in retirement to that risk boulder.
1: You're listening to Expedition Retirement with Greg Ayler at Golden Reserve. Our in-studio guest today is Phil Huff. And we're talking a lot today in this first segment about the investment side of our roadmap for retirement. Certainly, we're going to hit all four boulders, markets, taxes, fees, long-term care, and certainly income as well. But we're kind of focusing in on the, the investment side of it right now and talking a little bit about risk I was walking through the living room and I saw this commercial on TV for a new movie with Matt Damon and Ben Affleck. And they're they're talking about Nike and back in 1984 when they were going to launch the shoe, the Air Jordan, with Michael Jordan, who at that time was an unknown player. And they were a little worried about taking that kind of a risk.
3: I need the greatest basketball shoe that's ever been
1: made.
2: Who's the player? Michael Jordan. I'm willing to bet my career on Michael Jordan. Mm, come on, man. If you look at him, if you really look at Jordan, like I did, you're going to see exactly what I
0: see. which just what? The most competitive guy I have ever seen. He is a f- killer.
1: So they took a huge risk on an unknown player. He turned out to be the greatest player in basketball history, and it worked. They took a flyer on it, and it worked. So let me ask you this, Phil. If somebody comes in for the very first time... Do you find very many people that found Amazon at the beginning, they found Microsoft, they found Apple, or they had that one stock, and that was what their retirement is actually built on? Or do you not find that?
3: No, h- hardly ever, mm-hmm. right? I mean, the idea of, of having that one stock early, nobody's in that club. Right. It's usually it has already gone up, and then they buy it, and they're there for the, the downswing of it. Mm-hmm. That's how all that, you know, the market is smart. It moves fast. The reality of being able to go and pick and choose stocks and pick the best one, no one's able to do it.
2: Well, it, it's frustrating because everyone sensationalizes these these risks. What you don't hear of is the other 400,000 companies since then that have failed by taking that same risk. Right. And we talk about one winner. And it's the same with stocks. You know, everybody lies about Vegas, right? You never hear anybody talking about how they lost a couple thousand dollars. But you always hear when they win. Mm-hmm. And these are the things that happen when you pick on stocks or, or gamble with anything. You know, the market's too fast. And if anyone knew where the market was going, Randy, they'd rule the world, right? Like no one knows where the market's going because think of the power that would entail, the the wealth that would be, because you, you'd literally be able to quadruple at any given time, you know, your earnings because you know every day where the stock market's going. And, you know, there's been endless white papers by every business school on the planet that have showed No one's been able to beat the market net fees ever. Mm -hmm. And that's a scary statistic, right? No one can, I'll say it again, no one has ever been able to beat the market net fees ever. And yet we act like our financial advisor down the road who went to community college (laughs) somehow cracked the code and he knows when, hey, I'm going to time it up. We know that it's about to be another good run. He doesn't know. Right. Nobody knows. And and I think that's why it's so important to have a more balanced approach. And, and you know, if you're going to be in the market, be in it cheaply with cheap index funds and ETFs. And if you don't want to be on the roller coaster, you know, there's a lot of safer options that are available now. You know, you hear us talk about fixed index news all the time. You know, if you just want some interest rates, I mean, shoot, we were seeing what, five and a half percent at the beginning of the year? I mean, there's some pretty tasty rates. Same with CDs and money markets and all that stuff, Randy. I mean, you you can get some pretty decent returns now that the interest rates are backing up. So there's, there's a lot more options than there were two years ago. So make sure you kick tires. And I think that's part of our process of, of really building out plans for people is make sure they know all the different tools that could be in the tool belt of your retirement planner.
1: So, Phil, we talk each week about financial advisors, and it's not hard at all to find a story about a bad one or people that are complaining about them. And my favorite story, it's a horrible story actually, is a person who I happen to know who during 2008 was losing money hand over fist and trying to get in touch with their financial advisor. Couldn't do it. The guy wouldn't call him back. So he went to his office and sat there until the guy would come out. And he still wouldn't come out. And this is what happened. He opened up the door, just a crack. He held his portfolio out with his arm and said, you probably need to go somewhere else. He wouldn't even look him in the eye, which is just astounding to me. Do you have stories like that of of people that have come in and said, I can't get in touch with my guy. I'm losing money. I don't think I'm on the right path. This might
3: not be the right guy. Do you have any stories like that? I mean, it's a little different when you're a retirement planner and and your focus is on protection. Sure. right. We're we're not curled under our desk when the market's going down because (laughs) we've got our our clients protected. So it's typically the exact opposite conversation. You know, last year was one of those years where not only did stocks go down, but bonds also went down. And one of the common misconceptions is that, oh, stocks are my risk and bonds are my safe money. And and that was broken last year when people saw both sides of their portfolio go down 20 percent. You know, instead of having those conversations of, oh, sorry, that safe money did lose its conversations of, hey, don't worry, even though the market's a little volatile right now, look how much of your money we have 100 percent safe. So even though the stock market, the bond market went down, that money's safe and you can rely on that for your income and and for your vacations and for your life and retirement.
1: So, Greg, each week I kind of ask you this question in all different ways. And so we're talking about that investment area right now. So how is Golden Reserve different than the rest of the world? When somebody has been out there with Edward Jones or they've been out there with one of the other big box firms and then they say, well, I've been listening to this guy, Greg, on the radio. Maybe I should go see what he has to say. What's different? What are they going to see when they walk through the door?
2: Well, since we're talking about investments, I'm going to close with that. But from a support and service standpoint, you're going to have, for the first time, someone that actually does something. And I don't mean that, you know, in jest, but we're actually going to do things. We're not just going to talk about it. You know, most financial advisor experiences is a series of jargon coupled with some hyperbole and then business cards. And then you got to go figure it out. Where at Golden Reserve, we have our own tax firm and our own legal firm and our own financial firm and it's all under one roof and it's down the hall and that means that we're not just going to talk about your legal plan we're going to help you build it and we're going to see that through and we're going to include in our cost so you're not going to get a bill for that we're going to do your taxes we're going to help you get through all those things we're going to do your tax term we're going to build an ira tax plan so those are some of the big value adds you know we're going to get rid of all those expensive mutual funds and if you want to be in the market we're going to use an etf index blend that hopefully shows you you can be in the market much more cost effectively if you want a portion of your assets to be at risk. And so a lot of people do. So we have that in our arsenal. We talk about market risk a lot, but when it comes to fees, they're going to charge you 1%. So no matter how much work they do or don't do, they're going to get paid the same amount. Whereas at Golden Reserve, our fee structure is is basically the same for everyone no matter how many zeros in your account we pay you for the work we do we're going to cover the cost of your legal plan we're going to cover the cost of your tax plan we're going to do your tax returns and all that's a flat fee that we charge every year regardless of how much money you have right around three thousand dollars and that's usually a huge cost savings from people that have been paying you know our average client for a half a million dollar you know edward jones or or fisher or edelman guys paying fifteen twelve thousand dollars a mm-hmm. year just for investment advice you know, between their investment costs and their fees. So they're going to get that pay break. But if you really want to make it simple, you wouldn't drive 95 miles per hour to the grocery store, right, Randy? It's just too much risk <laughs> and not enough reward. You right. know, th- that, those baby roofs are going to be there in that, <laughs> in that line when you get there, buddy. But for some reason... The financial advisors want you taking all that risk because that's the only way they can generate that 1% fee. Whereas we're we're going to drive, we're going to go 25, 30 miles an hour, Randy, and we're going to be there and there might even be some extra, you know, I don't know, Butterfingers involved because you're going to have some extra dollars in your pocket. <laughs> I mean, let's get it on, right? I mean, these are the things that people have to understand. We're still going to get you there. It's just going to be a much easier ride and all that risk is unnecessary. And, and that's what we really want people to talk about is how much easier this ride could be where you're not checking the stock ticker every freaking morning. Mm-hmm. As part of your daily routine instead you're checking you know to see what the score of your grandkids games were you're looking at the weather report you're you're looking at obviously vrbo and looking for places to rent to take your kids those are the things that should be happening in retirement not wondering you know how much of your life savings is on the freaking blackjack table
0: thanks for listening to the expedition retirement podcast with greg Ayler. to get your complimentary roadmap for retirement call 855-546-2074 that's 855 855- or go to GetYourRoadmap.com